everyone. Welcome to He's a Keeper. I'm your host, Zachary Duke. I'm your other host, Jaden Cron. And today, uh, we're going to be talking about a little, uh, you know, the sh- you know the shtick. You will listen to this podcast. We're talking about another movie today. Today's movie is called uh, Soldier's Sweetheart, right? Yes. Or Song <laughs> Trabong. The Sweetheart of the Song Trabong. Or... Um, I don't know, anyway, because it's based on a short story, and the short story has a third name. Yeah, because the short story's in a book of other short stories, and that has its own mm. separate name. There's too many names for a movie that has nothing in it. What do you mean, nothing? I enjoyed this one. Oh, we are going to disagree very strongly today. It's also because, like, for me, I was going into this dreading it. Um, I was going into this, like, expecting... Uh, I don't know. I just hated Desert Saints so much. Like, I'll take anything. I'm also, like, pretty sleep-deprived. You'll notice that we tend to disagree on episodes when I'm the most sleep-deprived. Like, notably the killing time in here. Um, Did you I mean, I, the killing time? Like, I enjoyed it more than oh, you. Oh, okay. okay. I, wouldn't say it's a, I wouldn't say it's a good film. But, uh... I'd say this is... I'd say this was fine. Like... I don't know. This to me yeah. just I just don't I don't know what it was about. Like I don't understand what I saw. It was about the how the men all expected Okay, so basically this movie set in Vietnam, uh Yeehaw Partner, but I will admit didn't really didn't really make me feel like I was in Vietnam. Spider Man doesn't make you feel like Vietnam. It kind of looked a bit, I don't know, like it was, it really felt like it was obvious it was the 90s. Yeah. Um. But I was, anyway, so seven Vietnam, these like medics, they're just dicking around. And one guy's like, hey, what if we uh, <laughs> airlifted in some whores? <laughs> and Kiefer Sutherland's like, no, you can't do that. Just don't, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> and then um and then something is like wait what if i called him my girlfriend and then like 20 minutes later she's just like shows up on the helicopter she's like hey guys it's me i was on the helicopter Hoo-hoo. everybody's like oh man what are you huh why are you here and i mean was well, Kiefer's like well you know, having a woman on the staff really increases the morale. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then they, it's like, so then it, it's just kind of chronicling her slow descent into madness as um, she realizes that she just likes killing people. And yeah. I mean, I think, I, I, for me... This, I found her, I found her to be, uh, like, a, I found it to be, like, well done, like, decent. Again, I'm not going to say that this is, you know, landmark of, of beautiful cinema. Um, but, like, overall, I'd say I enjoy this movie more than, like, Young Guns. Mm, I don't know. I feel, so, my, one of my biggest issues with this movie is it has a mm-hmm. big high school English class energy. Like, yeah. So as we mentioned, it's based on I a short that. story. This just reminds me of like every like m- movie that like the teacher would show based on a story, mm-hmm. and it's not like mm-hmm. the big Hollywood production. It's just, like something that was yes. shown on TV, 
Like specifically yeah, comes yeah, to yeah, mind yeah. Cowboys Don't Cry. And I don't know. It's it's just one of those stories that just it doesn't have any like really obvious kind of three act structure of like I mean it has a three act structure but it doesn't have any like obvious like plot arc of like you know you you described you know it's the guy gets his girlfriend in to Vietnam and then she finds out she likes killing but like the things that this is a two hour movie the yeah things that happen in there I there's no substance to it in my opinion I, I will feel like, agree with you this movie was I don't know why they put in <laughs> Like, they could have easily cut out 20, 30 minutes out of this yeah. movie, and I I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you that. I don't know. I just – I also enjoy – sometimes I can enjoy movies about nothing um, if I'm in the right mood. If Also, again, um, another thing I, – a lot of it is just because of what I've had to watch for this podcast that That's my fair. bar is so – like semi low at this point that like oh man Kiefer's actually entertaining in this one like he's yeah. he's in the movie and you know like I get to see some some Kieferisms with like his like classic smile <laughs> where he, you know like the kind of the two like I don't know it kind of looks like he's snarling almost um, yeah you know Kiefer wearing an unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt mm. around uh, Kiefer saying shit. Um, he's got a really, he's got an iconic way of saying that. It's really good. Um, I really appreciate it. Does. Um, but yeah, there's like, I also, also agree, like, just the, the concept of the story itself is too much based in, um, kind of, oh, what makes a, what makes a human being, you know, what sets us apart from the animals and just kind of getting really with the depiction of, of Vietnam as a place where people live. Yeah. Um, and like, oh, wow, you know, this girl, she really cares for the locals. Oh, she's eating their food and talking with them. Wow. Um, it's very patronizing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, in my opinion, I enjoyed the the main cast enough. I enjoyed her. I she You know, she was... There's part like especially near the beginning of the movie, she's very bland. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I enjoy, I enjoy like her conversations with her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, like I won't again. <laughs> I can also understand why you why like you wouldn't like this movie. I think this is probably just like a symptom of of this individual viewing of it. That's fair. And not not indicative of the actual actual quality. Yeah, because there's like you know the point. Um, there's a scene where they're, they're like tending to all one of the it's one of the wounded soldiers are around yeah. scenes, um, and like she's sitting there like holding the guy, and he, she's like, "You're gonna go home. You're gonna be okay. You're yeah. going home. Who's going home? Who's going home?" She just treats him like a little dog. Yeah, and then he like dies in her arms, and then she just like closes eye his like eyelids with her fingers. I like laughed at that. It was so corny, but. Uh, I, it's My, weird because you'll hear me just like saying a whole bunch of criticisms and not really being able to explain why I enjoyed this one. I can understand. Like, I think there's a good. This movie. I haven't had... read. Yeah, I haven't read the story, but I, I think there's something there. I think there's 
you could have probably, if it had a proper budget, and if it had, you know, if it was made more competently, because it, as it stands, it's a made-for-TV movie from the 90s, so you're yeah. not going to get much. But, like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. it was, like, if it was kind of, like, a sweeping kind of, like, epic of, like, you know, if it was a proper war movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. But as it stands, it's, everything just feels so cheap and so confined and so... Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. If It just feels like a TV movie, and I just mm-hmm. I can't get past that. That's fair. Um, goodness, what else? I'm trying to think here, boy. Um, what do you think the Green Berets were? Like, they obviously were, like, some grand symbol. What, I, what are oh, they? Oh, I don't... I have no clue what that was as a symbol. I was just, that's actually what I, what I was thinking was like, there are moments in this where it's like, Oh man, you're actually trying to use like a symbol in this movie. Like, even though, you know, like butterflies, <laughs> I laughed cause oh, it was the... a monarch butterfly. That oh. was hilarious. It's like, you know, my favorite Vietnamese butterfly, yeah. the monarch. <laughs> How goes there? She falls one into the woods, and then, you know, it, like, lands in a web, and then the spider's, like, getting ready to eat it, and it kind of represents, you know, she sees this dead body in this cave, and it represents her, like, her shifting point from being a, you know, just an ingenue to, I don't know, a slightly crazy woman who then, like, the next, like, two nights later ends up going out with the Green Berets on, like, a hunt, and her boyfriend's like, she's sleeping around. And so Kiefer's like, okay, fine, I'll check everybody's beds, you frickin' baby. <laughs> See, this was some good Kiefer. This is some good Kiefer. Yeah, like that I think that's another part of it was was Kiefer was used. Kiefer wasn't all I was seeing, so it didn't because he can wear thin on me sometimes in these movies. Yeah. Um, you know, right? Twenty four wouldn't be the show it is without all the beautiful subplots. Exactly. Um, but Even though we hate them <laughs> at points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some... There's, anyway. Yeah. Um, but Kiefer, he's in this movie enough, you know, for it to actually feel like it was worth watching for this podcast. Yeah. Like, this but, is definitely a Kiefer movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh... It's... You know, he's, he's not... He's not the only, you know, the, the the girlfriend does a decent job when she has stuff to do. The, I mean, you know, the rest of the crew is mostly interchangeable. Um, yeah. You got Eddie, who's the guy who gives her the gun. You got the guy with the big schnoz. Uh, you got the black guy and her boyfriend. Who's named, sh- is, is the black guy's named Shoeshine? I just want to, I just want to. That is, that. yeah. Yikes. Yeah, there's, there's. There's some yikes in this. There's a there's a lot of yikes in this, especially with the way you know they treat the woman. And the thing yeah. is, it's not. But it's also it, not convincing because she doesn't feel like a '60s woman. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. The direction that they like when she first stepped off of the plane, I definitely thought it was gonna. They're gonna like treat that character in a completely different way. Like I thought it would have been more of the trope of just the army dude just being disgusting and just a bunch Mm of just like hitting on her constantly and stuff and like it's kind of that at first but eventually it's more of a family type thing yeah but then they do stuff like so they're playing (laughs) they do the character we just established his name is shoeshine so they're playing poker at one point he's just Mm -hmm. standing in the background with a boom box just like kind of just like bopping around (laughs) 
It's like, I, come on, walking guys. around. I can't remember what he was doing. And then, and then the one guy was like, um, hey, you got any blue oyster cults on this? And then she tried like, what are you talking? What? What is this? What is this blue oyster cult you speak of? The this movie has a lot of explicit language, but it doesn't. Yeah. But in my opinion, it works better than the Tarantino trash. Yeah, like um, it. It made more sense for them to be talking like this in this movie than in Desert Saints. Yeah, God, I hate Desert Saints. God, I hate Desert Saints. Like thinking about it now, I think I hate it more than I did last week. Mm. See, I th- I think I'm just really tired, so I, I you know, uh, you know, you know, you know. I I I do know. I want to talk about the sound of this movie because it's real bad. Uh, yeah. Like, when they're holding the guns, it sounds, like, they're clearly, like, not plastic guns, but they sound like plastic guns, Mm. because it just sounds like someone just crunching two water bottles together anytime they, like, load a magazine or something. Yeah, Um, okay, yeah. (laughs) The surgery sounds were disgusting, and not, like, in a surgical way, just in, like, a... I'm sorry, (laughs) I'm gonna edit that out, that was horrible, but that was how this movie sounds. Yeah, the so I'm not surgery, gonna edit it out. Surgery was pretty. I mean, I loved it when everybody's like, "Okay, we're doing surgery," and the girl's like, Ooh, "Wow, surgery!" And the keeper's like, "Hey, give me some cold compresses." <laughs> and she's like, "Huh? I don't work here. This isn't my job." And he's like, "Ah, oh, keeper, lend me a hand." Then he just gets her to like hold the compress or hold the clamp or whatever yeah even though he's holding her hands to guide her to do that so it serves no purpose other than for her to have done that yeah the whole th- the thing about this movie is the the concept is there it's it's mash but they don't have any supervision it's a bunch of mm-hmm. rowdy military boys but they're they're just the doctors um and they don't have any commanding officer at their post so they just hang out Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, all just like a bunch of bros. This is, it's it's honestly kind of similar to Truth or Consequences in that like, this is just like the friendliest way this could have gone down. You know, like yeah. it's just a bunch of just just guys being dudes, dudes being guys. What's better than this? <laughs> and then there's just the Green Berets, just like like right twenty next door feet away, and, and the Green Berets are just like eating human hearts, like. <laughs> Like, they go to him for stitches, and like, yeah, I'll give you some Novocaine. It's like, I don't need Novocaine. It's like, I don't want you jumping around while I'm stitching you up. I won't jump around. Uh, I just, uh, there's clearly something there. Mm-hmm. I just, this yeah. movie isn't well made enough for me to care enough to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And that's my disappointment. If it was made, you know, if it was a tight 90, if it was, it had like a bit higher budget. Mm-hmm. If it didn't sound the way it did, I think I could yeah. get past my issues with the story. But yeah, it's yeah. not, so I cannot. Yeah, that was fine. I'm, I'm pulling up my. I'm gonna pull up my. I put a. Finally, put like a ranked list of all the movies we've watched on Letterboxd, so I can like <laughs> instead of us just repeating the same, you know, being like, oh, good, oh what do we, uh, where do these things go, you know. Um, yeah, for me, I don't know. This is hard. (laughs) Cause like I have, 
I do have a lot of issues with this movie, but for whatever reason, I kind of enjoyed it. I mean, that's um, fair. I, you're like talking to sh- the guy who will defend Brotherhood of Justice yeah. until he dies. So Yeah. This one, for me, I think I'm really just trying to decide whether this is, I put this above, like, Young Guns, Phone Booth, and Flatliners, hmm. or if I put it, you know, kind of below those ones. Anyways. Yeah, I, th- I think my biggest... <sighs> Overall, as a whole, because this is a TV movie, it does not really try to do anything. Like, it's it's not really... Yeah. Yeah, it's not really anything. Um, it does exactly but, what it needs to. Yeah. Which is, you know, it, it didn't... It wasn't painful for me. Um, there were never no points where I was just like, Really? Are you are you really putting that in this film? Really? It was like okay, whatever. I, I yeah. You know, I, I was also on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely like paused it quite a few times. It was like it wasn't any uh, anything of like oh I just this I can't believe you did that. It's just more of like. All right. This, I guess this is like what's even happening? I'm 40 minutes into this movie. I I, I have a note in here. Like how far was it in? Um, 30 minutes in, and literally nothing mm-hmm. had happened yet. It's just, mm. yeah. yeah. Also, I just want to go back and just point out that that all the Joel Schumacher movies are in their own tier. Yeah. Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. See, because Lost Boys is is in is in high tier. Ah. Uh. So my tier, my how it works is you have Dark City, Few Good Men, Three Musketeers, Lost Boys. Or, okay, Dark City, Few Good Men, and Three Musketeers are top tier for me. Okay, I was gonna say you can put Dark City above. A few good men, okay. I did personally. Okay. Um, just because, like, I don't know, a few good men's just a long, that is patriotic fair. movie. Um, sure, yes, Dark sir. City tried something. It didn't, you know, it didn't execute it beautifully, <laughs> but it was a magical time. Um, those are high tier. Then you have Lost Boys, and Truth, Truth or Consequences. Um, you know, kind of in the middle. And then, or kind of like right below that, and then you get like Young Guns, Phone Booth, Flatliners, and then it's and then it's like Killing Time, Taking Lives, Crazy Moon, Brotherhood of Justice, and the uh, and then the this is where you start getting the whole you get the Wild Cowboy Way, Desert Saints, Last Days of Frankie the Fly, and then obviously you have our two crown jewels, Marmaduke and Dragon Lance. Nothing will ever be worse than those. Yeah, ah, uh, you know. Well, I mean, that's not true. That's definitely not true. He was in, he's been in some. He's been in movies, you know. He's been in some things. Kiefer has been uh, in some things, and we watch them. That's our, that's our motto. That folks. is our, that is our cross <laughs> the bear. We watch them. <laughs> On yeah. this earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to maybe for next week I'll have my rankings done because I definitely, I definitely rank things quite differently. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. specifically in regards to a soldier's sweetheart, is it a kefir? No, not no. I don't know. No, it's, it's not. Really not. It. It's not a kefir. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, we're moving on to I've given up on IMDb uh, trivia because there's never any good trivia. So we're oh, back no. to the classic, the triumphant. Oh no! 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 <laughs> Your note is. <laughs> 
plot keywords. Uh, so this is the IMDb plot keywords for A Soldier Sweetheart. Oh my god. Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Dinner. Mm-hmm. Bare-chested male. Okay, there we go. Bed. That's... This has been IMDb plot keywords. They're in the bed. Okay, uh, I forgot to pull up Amazon reviews. There's some good reviews. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Ooh, I love how the only available format for this is a VHS tape <laughs> on import for $64. Man, that was, a, that was worth every penny, wasn't it? Oh. Okay, we're going to go with this first one. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're from uh, Harry Morant. One star. <laughs> Reviewed in Canada in 2004. Unreal. Si- oh, I don't know what voice to do for this. Um, <laughs> Unreal Citic Story of Vietnam. I like Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> I think he has more talent than his father. Well, okay, you don't have to do. You don't have to throw his dad under the bus. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's come on, buddy. That's me. He was very good as always in this movie. However, the story was very unrealistic. I was in Vietnam, and there was no way that this could have happened. Oh, why did? Why is it that Hollywood has to be so? Oh, sorry, this is. I can. I could not continue. Yeah, that voice not sustainable. Um. Why is it Hollywood has to be so down on Vietnam in general and Vietnam vets in particular? I was very disappointed in this movie. <laughs> Dear America is more realistic about what we experienced. For an accurate war story, I would encourage people to see Mel Gibson's far better as of well as realistic. <laughs> we were soldiers. Wow. Thank you. Well, I looked up, okay, several points. I looked up Dear America, and Dear America is a series of historical fiction novels for older girls published by Scholastics in 1996, so. About Vietnam? No. Uh, Also, um, this movie isn't hard on Vietnam vets, I wouldn't say. Say it's pretty. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just maybe, kind of taking the point of view that it's just a bunch of guys being dudes because they're just literal kids. Maybe the, he's talking about I don't know depicting them as as like jackasses like this, where they're all drinking and and stuff. Like they're drinking in like almost every scene in this movie. That is true. Um. Anyway. Also, I can't imagine why anyone would be down on the Vietnam War. It was such a great war. There is no war. Yeah, you're um, right. Huh. All right. Let's go for let's go for the opposite side of things. Let's see who uh, gives me five stars. Okay. Here we go. Um, this is from So Clear. Format VHS tape reviewed in Canada, two thousand three. The most realistic chick in Nam. <laughs> oh God. Georgina Cates, Marianne. Is now my fav- most favorite Nam chick. <laughs> I only saw the movie in 2003. I must have missed it the first time or four around the block. But she's intense in those defining scenes, which leads me to believe that she is a great actress. What about some more current roles? Question p- ellipse. Two question marks. So. P.S. Intense girls and guns. Are a trip. <laughs> Who are other nom chicks? What does that mean? Is that is 
I had no <laughs> clue that there were a lot of sex symbols that came out of movies made out of. It's very what? much a, a topic rooted in like stories about masculinity. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I said sorry. I think that's why I kind of like this one is because the story is about they're like, oh, yeah, we'll bring her around. She'll be nice to have. She'll do all our cooking. <laughs> and, you know, and then they're like, oh, oh, shit, she's actually she's getting into trouble. Oh, 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 no. What have she we done? Is what have trouble. I done? <laughs> it's breaking bad. Also, I've, the, 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 the woman from MASH. Um, mm. The the one. What's her name? I, I, I couldn't tell you. The woman from Match. <laughs> Lauren, uh, Margaret Hotlips Hulahan. Hmm. So there, that's two. Okay. So I'm gonna just type in nom chick. <laughs> I feel like that's. What do we get? Okay, YouTube channel, Facebook page. Nom. Girl's name, meaning, origin, and popularity. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. We have just been derailed. This is our new segment. <laughs> Baby names. <laughs> Lay it on me. Okay, we're looking at the uh, popularity of Nom as a girl's name. About uh, uh, at, sitting at number 4,282 in terms of popularity in 2020. Let's look at this graph here. It's skyrocketed in 2020, actually, because it, it's, um, you know, if, if we go back to 2006, there were only, um, you know, about uh, six babies per million named Nam that were girls. And you get to, you get, you know, even you get to, to 2018 and you're down to three. You know, 2019, you get to four. 2020, there are 19 babies per million named Nam. How many, how many, uh, how many, what's the population of the U.S.? Huh? What's the population of the U.S.? 3.72, so A bunch 19. Of We're doing, this is math now. T- times okay. 3.7, 372.2. That equals, there are 7,071.8 babies Named Nom. Baby girl's named Nom. Wow. That is. Okay, what also. What did you Google? Because I just got pictures of, like, chickens. Okay, here's the thing. Um, uh, I've gone and looked at Nom for boy's name. The data for this one goes all the way back to the 80s. Ooh. In 1984, there were 32 babies per million named Nom <sighs> that were boys. And, what, like, that 19- trend... In, in 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 84 yeah in in 1984 um there how many uh 32 okay, a lot of babies. that is 7520 based on the US population at the time wow so long story sh- well wait isn't that babies out of a million babies yeah Oh, wait, so were you... Anyway, whatever. That's crazy. There's a lot of people out there named just named Nom. Um, if your name is Nom, drop us a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I think in this movie, I enjoyed uh, 
Marianne. It was just, it was something more than just, oh, oh war, war is hell. You bet you never heard, bet you never seen that one. Although, you know, that, that can be, that can be a well done thing. But anyways. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> okay, I think we'll do one more. And then, maybe we, actually, I've got a couple more moments I'd like to talk about from the film. And then we huh? can go on from there. Uh, this one's from GZ. Four stars. What would happen to your girl if she went to see you in Nam? <laughs> I enjoyed this surprising, unusual film. Not at all what I expected to see a woman who goes to Vietnam to move in with her boyfriend during the war. The, quote-unquote, greenies were intriguing. That's what they called green berets. Yeah, this has been... Um, IMDb, no, Amazon reviews. Thank yeah, you it's not so it. easy, is it? It's not so easy. It's not. Um, oh. <sighs> okay. Yeah, just uh, another weird symbol that I feel like was supposed to represent something. What was the deal with the movie about Shangri-La? Oh, well... Because because Kiefer mentions it once, but then like they go and they like actually watch it later on. The Shangri-La was, I think, was supposed to be the camp because it's an imperfect mm. paradise. You know, they like. I guess because yeah, she gets yeah, yeah. there at first and she kind of just treats it like a vacation, but then she realizes, mm. oh no, this is still a war zone. Yeah, not and ideal. Then, I guess it is the line in the movie that they're watching where the guy's like, "Oh, I have to leave Shangri-La," and then the boyfriend whose girlfriend has just left the camp is like, "Ooh," he basically just like. After she leaves the camp for several weeks to just go kill people, he just, like, starts vibing near their camp. <laughs> he starts vibing so hard, Kiefer has to come over and just kind of hold his hold him tenderly. And they have, like, a good cry together. Like, it's Kiefer pretty solid. Kiefer had a pretty good cry there. Um, yeah. Also, I loved all just, like, the random freaking bugs. Mostly yeah. just like when Kiefer's just lying down, it's like, oh, there's a centipede going over the thing of his tent. <laughs> oh, I think that was be like geckos in the in the mm -hmm. suitcases. I mean, that was like a that was a reference. That was like a symbol, dude. That was yeah, like hardcore symbol. It was like, oh, see, you get it? Because at the I start mean... of the movie, when she lies in bed with her boyfriend, there's like a gecko crawling around. She's kind of like, ew. And then near the end of the movie, man, she like opens up her suitcase and a gecko's inside of her. It's like how Vietnam was like a part of her and she wasn't really ready to leave you know yeah this has been English class with Zach and Jaden <laughs> did you know that the water in this movie represented blood that's I why mean, she went swimming in it so often they could you never know books belong to their authors or their authors. Uh, books Ooh, um, belong to their readers they do not belong to their authors Speaking of um, the short story, I was reading like a Sparknote summary of it. And apparently like, you know, the scene at the end when she's in the Green Berets camp and yeah. she's like giving her monologue. Um, apparently in the book, she's like wearing a necklace made out of human tongues at this point. Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> There's a bold choice to omit that detail. Yeah. Like, probably for the best. Yeah. I'll give yeah, him yeah. That. that's that's for a different non movie, folks. I mean, come on, come on, come on. No. Anyways, let's move on to Kiefer news.
Mm-hmm. This week in Kiefer News, we got more details about the Lost Boys TV series, which, as we've stated before, does not feature Kiefer Sutherland, but is based on the Kiefer Sutherland vehicle. starring film. I don't know the if I call it a Boys. vehicle. I call it more. It's more of a vehicle for the Corys. Yeah. For Heyman Feldman and and Kiefer just like Kiefer just makes it shine. But anyways, um, so the. They got a new cast, it seems. They got a new pilot they're working on. So, uh, the current cast, all I care about is who's playing David, which is Kiefer Sutherland's character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Lincoln Yuns, this comes from ScreenRant.com, Lincoln Yuns will play Benjamin, the leader of the vampire gang, and equivalent to Kiefer Sutherland's David. Oh. So, so is, this, is this, what is this set? Um, this that's a great question. Um... So the original plan was an ambitious seven-season story set over 70 years. That sounds actually pretty cool. That'd be cool. I, I'd, I'd be down to watch, like, a Lost Boys, um, you know, a Lost Boys anthology. Yeah. Because, like, with vampires, that'd be an interesting story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, so so the first rewrite was, uh, after the pilot was ordered, was uh, it simplified things, reduced the plan, plot to remake, to be a remake of the film centering on the two brothers from the film mm-hmm. um so that's being kept in the second pilot attempt but the characters named have all been changed they don't people don't know why and that's about all we got right now so huh. who knows what that's coming but i mean go with the cool story i don't lost boys already exist i don't need that as a tv show that's dumb yeah give me something interesting give me, give me cool. Kiefer Sutherland. do it do what fargo did man yeah, like take, take the story Talk about Fargo again. and like, you know, take the idea and like the kind of the feel and the concept. Yeah. I actually don't because I don't I don't want to I don't want to watch seven seasons of Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Oh, God. Make it make it make it better. Lost Boys would make it not Joel. Refine it. Um, take out just 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 remove Joel Schumacher. Just, yeah, just, just just scrub the Joel out of there. Just send him to oh. another planet where he can make his own cool movies. Why did why did you know they like you know him? it's you know it's bad when like when he ruined a franchise that like Tim Burton was running. Okay, like which franchise? Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he did do the. He did oh. both Batman. He did. Oh. He did Forever and mm. Robin. Oh, Joel, why are you gonna do this? <laughs> why do you have to be? Why yeah, do you hate us. It's also, you know, it's still not the last. It, it ain't the last uh, Kiefer film of his. We still got uh, Time to Kill, which is de- that one's decent. Oh, there's, wait, it's actually, not, yeah. Did he not do the Flatliners remake? No, he didn't. No, that was somebody else. <laughs> Time to Kill looks really not fun. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a yikes. I remember. This you you're talking about. Um, I've seen this one actually. You're talking about you know high school English vibes. This movie is hardcore high school English vibes because we had to watch it in in grade 10 because I was in, in English enriched. And for whatever reason, our teacher just thought we should watch a bunch of movies about racism. So we watched like that. We watched like Invictus. Um, we watched the movie about Stephen Biko with Jamie Foxx. Um, you know, 
because yeah. I was an enriched, so we just got to watch a bunch of movies. We also got to watch the uh, the '90s uh, Much Ado About Nothing with Keanu Reeves in it. I love that movie. I mean, I also only saw it in grade ten, but you know. This has been our podcast. He's the keep for. Thanks to Kaya for our podcast art. Uh, go check mm-hmm. out links to her work in the description. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Kevin McLeod for Sax Rock and Roll, our theme music. Mm-hmm. Uh, more links to th- that in the description. Mm-hmm. Go follow us on. <laughs> go follow us on Twitter at HAK Pod and Instagram at HAK Podcast. Uh, re- review, re- yeah. Leave us a review on iTunes. Send us a message on Anchor. Uh, we've been we've been picking up some steam past week. Oh yeah, uh, in terms of uh, listen, so hey, heck yeah, thank you to our listeners. It's great. Um, hey. yeah, hope to see you back next week. We didn't pick a movie. What are we watching next week? Ah ah ah. Okay, so uh, just to like let you know, um, I'm seeing Freeway on oh, the 14th. Is that so? Oh God, that's next Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, that's next Saturday. Uh, so, I have so no, much what to I'm, do. What I'm yeah. saying that we do is we do one. Wait, how is this going to work? Yeah, so we'll do one for this week. Yeah. Just a regular and then, one. And yeah. then we'll do one. Um, then we'll do Freeway the week after. Yeah. So this week, um, let me just pull out my telephono and uh, take a look that's, here. That's... That's a Debbie's okay. telephone for the audience at home. Um, okay, there's one I really want to watch, but I don't know how to get access to it. What is it? Lay it on. Ground Control. To Major Tom. Oh, man. It, I, it I, just... I, it looks so good. It look, Like, look at the poster. Kiefer, hold on. I'm looking, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. <laughs> oh... oh. Oh my! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh lord. Yeah. God. Yeah. Okay, so. Let's see. Um. It's on voodoo. 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 You do. Remind me of the babe. More it's David like, Bowie. There's um, lots of David Bowie going on right now. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. He makes good music. Yeah. Well, he made good music. You're implying that he's not making music in the afterlife? Well, we don't get to hear it. Oh, is it on Amazon Prime? Oh, it's on U.S. Amazon Uh Prime. It's on DirecTV. Wait, let me check it. It says... It's on... uh... Okay. Hmm. See, this is... This is a pickle. Quite the pickle. This is pickles indeed. I am Tommy Pickles. Sorry for my hit show regrets. <laughs> oh, is it on? No, it's. What is it's, voodoo? Uh... I'm... <laughs> Wait, is it spelled V U D U U? No, just V U D U. I I think I've heard of this. I think it's. Food... A, it looks like this is. It appears that this is a streaming application. Colonel. <laughs> hmm. Oh, what oh. is voodoo? <laughs> Snake. It appears to be some kind of streaming video service. On the internet. That was nothing. Yeah, that was nothing. You, you can't... It's hard to get Colonel's voice. Oh, um, uh, we could watch for free. Also, uh, there's a Nicolas Cage movie that comes up, so... 
Mm. Sign in to sign in with a Walmart account. What? <laughs> yeah, the thing with the issue with Voodoo is, I guess it, it says it's for the U.S. only. Um, uh, we'll see about that. Hey, hey, Zach. Guess what? What? By the by, the time this uh, this uh, podcast is up, it'll be under a month till uh, uh, Quibi launches. <laughs> that is true. Apparently, okay. C- like CTV. Like, it was, there was a thing on the local news today of, like, CTV's partnering with Quibi, and I'm like, <laughs> what is happening in this timeline? Uh, I'm making an account. Okay, you see if this works. If this doesn't work. It's... Um, hmm. Riveting podcasting, folks. This is just amazing, yeah. The account has been successfully created. Sign... Nope, come on. Sign me in now. Okay. Sign it. Login whoa, failed. There. Oh, whoa, whoa there, boy. Sign Login me failed. In now. Okay, what's... What's this website? This <laughs> I agree with you. I'm very... <laughs> I'm very into getting this to work. Yeah, because, like, this one... Like, it's not like Chicago Joe and the Showgirl where you know it's going to be mediocre. You look at this and you know it's going to be something. <laughs> it's going to be something. Service is for the U.S. only. That's... User already exists, then why can't I sign in? Hmm. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Um, where can I rent this film? Uh, Blockbuster? Hello? So yeah, that that website's not working. Okay, we're gonna have to go with something else. One second, one second, one second, Zachary. I'm trying. Common Sense Media. Ah, oh, dang. I just like um, I found a link to the YouTube thing, but then it says uh, it's it, they used to have it for sale. It must just be only available in the United States because it says video unavailable for us. There's Amazon reviews of it. Yeah. Ooh, ten dollars with Prime. Currently unavailable. You can get this on Prime. Oh, well, you can't get it on Prime, but you can order it with Prime. Wow. Are we okay. are we willing to commit ten dollars to this movie? I'm not paying ten dollars for this movie. I'm sorry. That's um, fair. Okay, so your your two choices then are um. Wait. It's gonna be a nightmare to edit that. Yeah, it is. Sorry, buddy. No, that's um, fine. That's fine. Okay. Is this a is this a documentary? I can do a documentary. No, it's not a documentary. I'm, no, um, I'd be okay. You got t- two choices. One of these, I, I definitely, we definitely have a way to watch. Um, the other, we, we, you know, we'll find out. Um, you could choose between 1969. Nice. Or we also got. Um, Um, Cowboy Up. <laughs> Is this a sequel to Cowboy no, Way? No, it's not. It's from 2002, though. This has got to. This has got to be like some Canadian film. It's an American one. It's, it's American. Yeehaw! Pardon. I can't do another. What was the other one? It was 19, 1969. Nice. Okay. Wait. 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 Okay. How about what if I give you a 
there a fourth option at this point? Because yeah. I've just seen the poster, and it's really intriguing to me. It's called Article 99. <laughs> I'm going to need you to look this one up. Uh, um, typing. There's some powerful Kiefer look. Oh, we're doing this one. This is the one. Can we, can we stream it? Uh, there, oh, man. This is just so sad that, that our Kiefer movie preservation gets not worthy. I mean, for $10. <laughs> There's ways. I mean, I understand. We're not going to do it because that's money. We, we, we Whoa, sorry. I, wait, where are you getting this? Because if I go on no, Amazon. No, for, for, uh, for, for, for ground control. Yeah, ground control. Okay, yeah, because if I go look at the DVDs for Article 99, it's they're all above $100, Zach. Every a last small one. price to pay. <laughs> to create the key. You can buy it on, you can watch it on YouTube. You watch it on YouTube? I think. Yep. Okay. Okay, Article 99 is. Article 99. We just evoked Article 99. Um, Thank you for listening to our hit podcast, He's the Keeper. I've been your host, Sakula Duke. I've been your host, Jaden Cron. And this has been He's, He's the Keeper. Keeper. It's a frickin' film. Oh, no, we're not a frickin' film, you guys. Oh, I don't want to tell you, but it's a, it's a frickin' film. <laughs>